so it's a pleasure being here again and all the glory goes to the lord for waking me up to see another day and for giving me the strength to get by day by day so brethren today i would like to speak about you can break your cycle of poverty once you live by the law of liberality now all scriptures will be read from the king james version bible scriptures will be shared also too so that persons will be able to read on their own time so i'm hoping that the segments being shared week by week will be able to bring a level of understanding for those who might have difficulty while reading the scriptures now we are all here god have instilled each and every one of us different gifts thing and talents and we're here to help each other so that we all can be with jesus christ in the new heaven and in the new earth so brethren i'll start so in my last segment which was last week you know it was shown that almost any believer can have all sufficiency in all things and in order to achieve same i read the second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 scriptures to show all believers that such is an achievable quest. In addition, I went a little further and touched slightly on the principles to be followed. If one wanted to experience same. So in this segment, however, I intend to treat in greater detail with those principles that one must faithfully adhere to if one wishes to experience all sufficiency in all things. Moreover, I shall endeavor to show you how you can break your cycle of poverty once you are willing to practice the law of liberality. Accordingly, we shall commence this study, as I should say, using as our text, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 which I have quoted in previous segments before and as we proceed we shall also consider Psalm chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 for in these declarations one finds the secret of financial success now we must never forget that these principles of success were not intended to make prodigals out of us God forbid. To be sure, God willed them to us so that we might be victorious and prosperous, so that he, in turn, may rejoice over us. Now, there's a tendency by some in the body of Christ to select a few Bible texts that relate to financial success, repeat them now and then, and expect God to accede to their request. Doing that alone, I can assure you, will never work. For God's promise to Joshua of prosperity and good success was predicated upon the following unchanging preconditions. And those preconditions will be stated as such. Precondition one, that he read loudly the entire book of the law, that is, from Genesis to Deuteronomy. Precondition two, 
that he followed up his reading by consistent meditation, not just in a few selected portions, but in the entire five books. In addition, this should be done not when he liked, but instead, every day and every night. And last precondition, that he backed up this reading and meditation with an unswerving commitment to obeying the entire book of the law without preferring one portion above another. Moreover, the said text also informed us that if he faithfully obeyed the, the, the above directives, which I just shared, the preconditions, he would make his way prosperous and he would surely have good success. Now, because few saints would attempt to follow the preconditions that were shared, substituting, of course, the book of the law with the book of the new covenant, and fewer still would diligently continue therein, the body of Christ is in the sad state it is in today. But if Joshua succeeded under the weaker covenant of the law's dispensation, it is much easier for us to succeed under this new and better covenant mentioned in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. But are we willing to pay the price? The answer rests entirely with you. Brethren, let us now consider Psalm 1 as was promised earlier in this segment. Immediately, one sees that this said law of prosperity previously dictated to Joshua by God, was condensely repeated for us by King David, who also elaborated on same in Psalm chapter 119, verses 97 to 104. In addition, in Proverbs chapter 22, verses 17 to 21, this very principle was again magnified by King David's son, Solomon. These are but a sample of the Old Testament passages that establish the veracity of this blessed ministration. Now let us leap over to the New Testament to see if we can identify the above law of prosperity. On this issue, Jesus declared the following. In John chapter 15 verse 7, which states, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what he will, and it shall be done unto you. So that's John chapter 15, verse 7. Relative to obtaining God's blessings, Jesus also made the following pertinent declaration. And that is, and I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 25, and it states, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. So that's Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 25. Mind you, Jesus did not say that if one intermittently repeats a few verses, that would entitle such an individual to access heaven's best. Neither did he say that if his words were in transit in your mouth, or if in church you spoke them out, you would ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Not at all. 
Not even if you preach or teach it without obeying it, would you be able to access God's best. Brethren, I humbly repeat, if the above is what you do, do not expect God to bless you. Now, because most Christian function as the statement made indicates, the majority go through their entire Christian lives in financial poverty. However, if you would only allow the word of God to abide, meaning reside permanently in you to the point where its precepts dictate your lifestyle, I hereby declare to you that you would easily break your cycle of poverty. To be sure, brethren, if we would do with the New Testament what Joshua was told to do with the book of the law, the said degree of success which Joshua was promised will surely be ours, and much, much more, since we now operate under a better covenant which was made upon better promises. So that's Hebrew chapter 8, verse 6. And time saints, what is shared today covers in general terms the principles of Christian success. But since this particular segment is dedicated to dealing specifically with breaking one's cycle of poverty, I shall now confine myself to dealing with the law of liberality which is the God-ordained vehicle to lead you to your desired destiny. In doing so, we must be reminded that we ought never to forget the general principles that were already enunciated. Accordingly, the first principle in the law of liberality, brethren, is the very one that Abraham initiated. This is recorded in Genesis chapter 14 verse 20 and Hebrews chapter 7 verse 6 and 8. This principle is known as tithing. Now, since I've already dealt with tithing before in my other segments, I will not elaborate now, but simply ask that you listen to my previous segments. Now, the next aspect in our quest towards breaking our cycle of poverty relates to our liberality towards the poor. So, As my previous segments has indicated, you will you can listen to it for a more detailed insight into this ministration. Then you must not ignore missions after you have paid your tithes and given to the poor. This missions issue has been dealt with in previous chapters. Brethren, by the time you in previous segments, sorry, by the brethren. By the time you start to exercise yourself in administration of free will offerings, vows, or pledges, you would have already reversed your cycle of poverty. By this time also, you would have become a royal giver and become accustomed to casting your bread upon the waters. So the acts stated above prior, such as free will offerings, vows, or pledges, would guarantee that your bread will come back to you in many ways after many days. So read Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 1 as confirmation. So brethren, learn to give a portion to seven and also to eight. 
for you do not know what evil shall be upon the earth as ecclesiastic chapter 11 verse 2 states brethren these last two references are intended to teach us to be kind to everybody as god provides the opportunity we must never confine our giving to members of our respective assemblies only but must always strive to be kind to the body of Christ universally and also to all of humanity as we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 verses 12 to 13. So end time saints, before I close this segment today and I end this aspect of this course, I feel constrained to share a word of encouragement to you my financially poor Christian brethren, please be reminded that God is totally committed to supplying all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. However, if you hope to win your financial fight, you must never forget the story of the widow's might that is taken from Luke chapter 21 verses 1 to 5. Moreover, this is not all that you must consider. For you should also pay heed to the story of the poor widow of Zarephath and Elijah, recorded for us in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 7 to 16, then verses 17 to 23. And observe that despite her precarious state of abject poverty, she had to first give in order for her son and herself to live. Moreover, because of that seed that she planted into Elijah's need, when death took her son's life, Elijah's prayer brought him back to life. So that's 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 17 to 23. So from what I've shared today, brethren, as I come to our end of the segments, therefore, the following has been made abundantly clear that if one ever hopes to break one cycle of poverty one must consistently live by the law of liberality it worked for the poor widow of zarifah and it will surely work for you for the liberal soul shall be made fat and he that watereth shall be watered also himself so that's proverbs chapter 11 verse 25. so brethren that's the end of my segment today I will be live next week again. Brethren, as I've always encouraged you on every segment, spend time in the Word. Spend time listening to the segments shared and spend time reading the Holy Bible. Surround yourselves with persons who are on this serious Christian walk and who also are striving to be perfect as our Father jesus christ so brethren have a blessed week remember that jesus christ loves you i love you bye for now <laughs>